You're listening to the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, covering and creating all things creepy. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Welcome to another episode of Stay Haunted. Yay! Why did we both do exact same thing? Why did I know we were going to do that? It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz hands. We're excited about stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's how we feel. Yeah. It's September. It's Halloween Eve. And we're enjoying it already. So Ashley and I have done a couple fun things uh, already in the area, in the Los Angeles area. And then we're going to be talking to... Uh, James H. Carter II and then James Dillman, so the James and James duo, about <laughs> opening night of Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. So let's get started. Let's talk about, uh, I know we wanted to talk about Horror World. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to that two week weekend before last weekend. I'm like trying to eyeball my calendar from over <laughs> here. Like, when did Off in the post. Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> Like a week and a half ago, maybe. Got it. Some well, it was a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. So this was a haunt uh, put on by Larry Bones and Boneyard FX. It was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre inspired and out in Rancho Cucamonga at the Haven City Market. So I don't know, Ashley, you want to start about telling me some of your thoughts? I mean, I know we already talked about it a bunch. Yeah, no, I mean, well, here's the thing. I was a little confused, I think, when we first got there because you pull up and it's like a mall, you know? So (laughs) I was like, how is this going to work in a mall? (laughs) You know, especially for how big of a space um, they they normally put their haunts on in, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, we're going to see about this. And we get in and, you know, the good thing that we mentioned is like, it's a little bit of a drive, but you can really make a day out of it. Go get some food, get some drinks, go to the haunt, you yeah, know. Oba. Yeah. They had like, like Froyo. Yeah. So I was going to get watermelon juice, but they were out of it. Yeah. So if you're going, plenty, plenty to do. Nice little area that it's located in. And like but tons of parking. Tons it's like of really parking. easy to get in and out of. It's very uh, suburban style place. Not like you don't have to park underground or anything. Yeah. Um. And I was just, you know, first off, I was shocked that when we went in to retrieve our tickets, you, like, the amount of sound that they were able to close off from the I mall, know. it was like, did I just enter a whole new building? It you was know? crazy. You had no idea walking up to it, like, what it was going to be. Like, yeah. and then you go in the little around the corner to, like you said, to retrieve our tickets. And it was like... It was like loud and you could hear screaming and yeah. chainsaws. And it was like, yeah. like full-blown chaos in this like back, huge, like back warehouse area. Yeah. It's like you're in the mall and then you go through the door and you, it's like smoke and lights and darkness and screams and chainsaws. And you're like, where did, was I just in a mall? Yeah. Like, how did, <laughs> okay. How did, yeah. How did you do this? 
So that alone was really cool. <laughs> yeah, we were and, impressed for sure. And I'll just say like, you know, I um, I personally really liked that it was kind of like an old school, like walkthrough haunt. Yeah. Know? I liked that no one's touching you. I liked that it's kind of that traditional style. Because I mean, haunts have gotten so interactive nowadays that there aren't really old school style walkthrough haunts anymore. I know. And it feels like, you know, sometimes there are the ones that if you get that style, it's like you're having to conga line through it. So it just, it feels like a totally different type of thing. This, we were like, we were definitely like our group. We had two other people with us. We had our own space the whole time. They split us up really well and it felt cool because you like, you couldn't see groups before behind you. We were timed out to the minute. Yeah, that's true. She was like letting us know like two minutes and you're going in. That's true. You're right. She knew exactly when we needed to hit, like hit the front door or the front door of it. So it was, that was really cool. Uh, Well, I guess we can, we can spoiler it a little bit because it's already had its last weekend. And my favorite scene was when we were in, it looked like we were inside the house and he was, I think his name was Bubba. (laughs) Bubba was out there slaughtering someone outside. So it looked like we were looking out windows and he was chasing someone and got her and was like, she was screaming. And that was so cool. It was like just a really creative scene. It added like a 3D element almost to this kind of 2D haunt. And so I think both of us, as soon as we saw it, we both looked at each other. We're like, that's so cool. I know. We were like, ah, (laughs) yay. (laughs) I think we were on the same page with that. That was really, it was just like a different looking scene. Uh, It felt a little bit repetitive, but not necessarily in a bad way. It just made the house feel really like you were just going through this giant house for like a lot of the time. Um, But it was, it was a lot bigger than I expected. Like I expected it to end at a couple points and then there was still another room going. Well, it so. felt like never ending, which was yeah. cool because it made it feel scary. Like, okay, am I getting out? Like, am I going to get murdered by this chainsaw man? Yeah. <laughs> and I I liked that they didn't feel like they over, for being a Texas Chainsaw Massacre inspired thing, it felt like they also didn't overdo the chainsaws. Yeah. Like it wasn't so much that you're like, come on, come on. It was where it made sense. Uh, and I liked that. There was a couple cool victim scares where they were like, they, the victim scared you because they were like reaching out for help. And I liked that there was a couple scenes that played out more like a, like a theatrical, like play kind of thing where mm-hmm. he turns to us and instead of like scaring us, he ran to grab the victim through the bars and stuff mm-hmm. where it was like more like a scene that wasn't, it was scary, but it wasn't just focused on like being a jump scare for us. So And I think one of the things that I wasn't ready for, and I'm not sure if it's because it was one of our first haunts of the season. Yeah. We're a little rusty or (laughs) like what, but like, I don't feel like I'm usually running through a haunt. And like this haunt really had you running. They did. They really made a point to engage into the next room. And the guys were behind us and they kept being like, whoa, like. <laughs> yeah. And they did. They also did. And I, I really I feel like it's important to mention because I feel like there are only a few haunts we've been through that like noticeably do this well. Secondly, to what you were saying about 
spacing out your groups. Mm-hmm. They really use their characters in a way in the storyline to space out the groups. If we're going too slow, they have someone chasing like, you zoom, to zoom, speed zoom. you up. If you're yeah. going too fast, they have a guy in front of you slowing you down, but you don't realize it's also part of your line management. I feel like just you, you and I realize beca- that because of the excessive amounts of haunts we've been through, I'm sure like a lot of reg- <laughs> yeah. you know regular haunt goers start to catch on to that stuff. But yeah. yeah, I like that it wasn't it wasn't made obvious. It wasn't like hold yeah. on, wait for the next scene. Like yeah, it's definitely applause applause on that. It was really, yeah, really well done. I agree. Well, I think that's about what I wanted to say about Horror World. And the cool thing is, since if you guys missed it, they are getting ready for their next event, which is Into the Black. And there's going to be, a, there, right now there's a two-for-one ticket sale for that event. It's also going to be at Haven City Market. And that sale ends Sunday at midnight. Do you so. want to expand on why we didn't go to Into the Black last time? Well, since you brought it up, <laughs> because I don't like going through haunts by myself, and at the time, they, you had to go by yourself. Like, you couldn't. Now they have it in groups of two, so I'm fine. As long as I can bring <laughs> Ashley with me, I'm good. But this also was a few years ago when I was like, I've gotten braver, which I know you will You have gotten much braver. Okay. I'm very proud of you. But yeah, I was toying with the idea for like the whole season and, and Ashley's like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, I'll go out there with you. And I was like, yeah, but you have to go by yourself. And then I was like, I wonder if they'll let us go as like media and go together. And then eventually I just psyched myself out and I didn't do it because I didn't want to go alone. And I wasn't going to drive out there solo without you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, we're already kind of further east from Los Angeles and that was still a pretty long drive. But I feel like, yeah, with just the location and the quality of the event, it makes it worth it for us because uh, yeah. it's long. It's like you get your money's worth and you can have a drink or food yeah. after or before. So you kind of make, like we said, make a night out of, out of it. So anyway, keep an eye out for Into the Black coming to us this haunt season. Yay. Coming for you this year. This year. Coming. <laughs> and you can take a friend. You don't have to go by yourself. <laughs> so people like me will go. So another fun thing we did, which this is something Ashley and I, I think we mentioned it on the first episode. We really had no idea what to expect. Right? Yeah. Like, absolutely we no, no idea. idea what we were going into. So last Sunday evening, we went to something called It's Alive. And this was put on by downtown, downtown Repertory Theater at the Heritage Square Museum, which out here in Los Angeles, I feel like it's it's just cool to hang out there anyway. Like so that we figured we'd have a good time because we'd get to go to the Heritage Square Museum at night and it was going to be cool regardless. And for those of you that don't know, it's it's a museum um, that's off the freeway, but it's all grass and it's all these old antique houses so yeah it's it's basically about like the beginning of like southern california like with the the history of southern california and they're really pretty houses like and they still have like antique furniture in them uh the spooky swap meet was there earlier this year and they did trick-or-treating out of the houses that was really cute but this time we actually got to go inside some of the houses that was pretty exciting so this event was basically uh 
an original immersive experience. It was set in Mary Shelley's. Well, let me read you like a little description of it. It's yeah. set in Mary Shelley's grief-stricken and guilt-ridden mind. Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein. So it warns you, prepare to be separated from the people you came with and have an, a unique experience as you meet the poets and radicals of Mary's inner circle. Help to create Frankenstein's monster, encounter performers one-on-one, -on -one, traverse the world of historic mansions and an abandoned church. Sounds good to us, right? Like that's what we read yeah. and we're like, all right, we'll get a ticket. We had no idea what to expect. Uh, I had heard about one online immersive event earlier in the season that they had done, or like earlier this year, called Deserving Power, that uh, a friend of mine liked. I didn't end up getting a chance to do it. So that was all I knew about if it was going to be like cool or not. It was like I had one friend say this other thing they did was cool. So, But that's part of the fun, too. Like when we found stuff. Like that's we found some of the best things by being like this sounds cool let's see because we're yeah. we're like yeah okay well that was horrible but like now we know and now, now we know like, and that was still like we I, also we know how to have fun together like we're gonna have fun even if it's bad we'll just like be like <laughs> the whole time and still time. enjoy <laughs> ourselves <laughs> but so, it, was, it was fantastic. Well, they really meant what they said when they said we would be separated from the people we came with. I saw Ashley like three times the whole over like two hour span yeah. where we'd be like, hello, from across across the room from yeah. each other. <laughs> Through the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made really great use of the space. And well, let me see. Let me just uh, – we also had like quite a juxtaposition of like the style of story we both ended up having. Like we met the same characters overall, but we had – more intimate encounters with different characters where I at one point um, ended up with holding uh, like severed eyeballs that were in a handkerchief that I had to take to um, Dr. Frankenstein. And at another part, I had to dig up a grave. So my stuff was like kind of like the horror icky themed. But you got to dig up a grave and got I, to hold eyeballs. Yeah, it, it was, it was exciting. But then Ashley somehow well, have, <laughs> has yeah, quite a scandalous size. Scandal from the stories. I was hearing about a lot of love triangles between the characters. Um, you I were having, did, like you said you had like girl talk at one point, like on yeah, an antique, like a fancy off. antique couch. Yeah, I got taken off into an upstairs room, like on a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I got to sit on an antique couch, which like you're told you're not allowed to sit on them. So I got like a special invite to sit on an antique couch with one of the characters and hear about her love affair with another character. I later, that character gave me like a vial of his blood to give to Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> I was involved in Dr. Frankenstein sawing something off of someone that I don't know what it was because I was blindfolded. But yeah, um, that's similar to when I had to hold yeah. the eyeballs into place, but I couldn't see what I was doing because he didn't want me actually to be involved in the not necessarily legal activity. So yeah, <laughs> I wore a blindfold and gloves and had to hold the eyeball into place while he did whatever he was doing with it because he covered it back up after. Yeah, but the experience was fantastic. The actors were phenomenal. Like one, one of the monologues that I had with one of the actors that again was another one-on-one -on -one, like I almost started crying just from the, the interaction because one of the cool things about these kind of interactive 
theater experience is, is if you've never been to one, instead of watching it where you're on, on a stage where you're like an observer, it's like you are experiencing it so much more um, directly. So like you, you experience like emotions in a much more intense way than you would just observing it. And if you've ever heard us talk about delusion or talk about some of these other um, interactive things, it, it's it's a nice little um, test it out to see if you like interactive theater. And if you like interactive theater, then you might want to check out some of these interactive haunted attractions. Yeah, they're like a little them. more intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the tagline for delusion, play your part. Like they aren't kidding. Like, you need to play your part. Like it's crucial to the how the event will unfold. So yeah, yeah we, we really, we really enjoyed ourselves. And I can't like, I can't say enough about how fantastic the acting was. It was, yeah. it really pulled us in and kept us um, engaged and really interested. Now I'm like super interested in Mary Shelley. And, like, I want to do all this research now because it was just like, so cool. <laughs> they yeah. really pumped us up and we went to the 21 and over um, events where I had to have, I got to have one of uh, the elixirs ahead of time. I know Ashley's was fancy pants and had a glass of wine. Mm-mm-mm. I had to make sure if you got like poisoned that I was good. To, like, At least someone was going yeah. tell my story. <laughs> you didn't know what was in the elixir. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> so we heard right before we were leaving that it will be extended, but at a different location. I know uh, Heritage Square Museum is a hot spot for Halloween events. So I'm sure they have to move to another place because I actually Halloween Road, Freeform's Halloween Road will be there um, mm-hmm. in the beginning of October. So we will let you guys know as soon as we hear more information, but keep an eye out for Downtown Repertory Theater. The event's called It's Alive, and I know they're going to be moving to a location in Altadena, California. Highly so. suggest going if you're, if you're into theater at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. This isn't going to be too gory for anyone. Um, it, sounds, it sounds worse than it is. It's, it's really just it's not too gory. It's more to immerse you into the storyline. So you feel like you're playing a part in it. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's kind of tame in comparison to some of the stuff that we do, but it was still really fun. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it is about time that we throw it over to James and James. They're going to be telling us about opening night of Halloween Horror Nights, Orlando. Darn, darn lady James for getting to go. Actually, no. Thank you for Lady James for telling us about it, even though I'm super jealous. So let's see what they have to say about the event. Hey, what's up? It's me, your pal, James H. Carter II. And I have with us Lady James. Hello. James II. The Revenge. (laughs) The Revenge. She's back and she's pissed. Wow. Well, let's hope you're not that pissed. I hope you had a great time at Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights 30. I uh, did. That's why I'm so out of it today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. No, um, oh, I can. I've been there. But mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, first, I just want to mention I'm very excited to actually get you onto one of our uh, you know podcasts. You've been uh, with Creepy Kingdom for about a year, and I think yeah, right, already right from the start, I was like, oh, I want. To- like, I want you to come on a podcast, but yeah, now it's finally happened. So patience 
you know, comes, you know, good things come to those who wait or whatever that's saying. Yeah, I'm glad the schedule's worked out for sure. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're going to be seeing uh, more of you on the Stay Haunted podcast as uh, you're going to be going to going to haunts out there for us. So in, many uh, things. Florida. Yeah, we got a lot, of real, a lot of really neat things that are planned, plus stuff that's coming back that we've missed. And I uh, just want to be on every guest list. So any of you haunts out there, you know, if you got room for a rowdy redhead, I'm ready to do it. <laughs> I always have room for everyone else has room for a rowdy. That's like a tongue twister. A rowdy redhead. Rowdy redhead. Oh my gosh. I should have a bumper sticker. <laughs> Make way for the rowdy redhead. That's right. All right. Well, I imagine we have a lot to talk about because there's just so much going on. Yeah. Poof. Uh, I, I'm just like, where shall we begin? I, uh, uh, let's start at the very beginning. Yeah, good place to start. So um, you started um, your evening at uh, at doing the stay and scream. That's when you yeah. enter the park uh, during the daytime. And the advantage of that, uh, for listeners who don't know, is you uh, kind of get a little bit of a head start to make your way to some of the mazes before uh, the rest of the Horror Nights crowd gets in there. Yeah, this experience this year was uh, um, uh, interesting, to say the least. We did stay and scream because a friend of mine who was with me, we actually met, um, let's see, 21 years ago when we did Horror Nights as characters ourselves. And this year, oh, her son oh, is in the Icon House. Wow, let's yeah. talk and let's uh, we got kind of skimmed over that. Let's talk about your history. <laughs> with the oh, okay, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I just really oh, I've got years of horror nights. Yeah. So I used to be a scare actor. Uh, what were I the started years? in '96. I was a scare actor in the um, Tombs of Terror House, and uh, it you know it was one of those um, iconic houses in the sound stages. And the next year I came back, I went into management. So I was a coordinator mm -hmm. and that was for um, a house over that used to be the earthquake house in the queue line there. And that house actually had the rat lady in it. Um, so one night when a character wasn't, uh, didn't show up for work, I actually got to do the rat lady role. So I have that uh, on my resume. I'm pretty proud of that. Wow. That's like a showgirls um, movie, right? Where it, it completely is. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'll go in, put me in coach. I'm ready to play. We can talk about that another time. I'll tell you secrets about the rat lady. Oh, I'd love to. Um, time. And then, uh, yeah. And then I did a year on the streets and I made my own character up and they let me just have fun with it. And wow, awesome. I just, seriously, I had so much fun with that. The other cast um, that was in the house across from us would come out on their breaks just to watch me go after people because <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to put up pictures and we can talk in depth about this one another day. But um, I had a lot of fun doing that. But yeah, I went back into management and I did that a few years and that, my favorite thing about um, doing Horror Nights as management is you got the book. And when you start Horror Nights, you start your contract, the book gives you a rundown of everything, um, every storyline of all the houses, all the streets. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So it really gives you an idea of what the writers came up with um, and then how it gets uh, parlayed into the actual houses that you you're presented with um we get to see cool. we got to see bill and ted from the beginning and then through all the different incarnations of things that they had to change um you know and and every day at three o'clock we had our production meeting um where we would hear, hear the stories every manager had a story from the night before everybody had a run-in with a guest um i uh, my last year of horror nights i was seven months pregnant with my son 
Um, so I, I think that's why he's a little twisted, but I'm not mad. Um, and, and to make it a full circle, he came back last year and was part of the production team that wow. built the sets for Horror Nights 29. Um, wow, your son was literally born into Horror Nights. <laughs> he absolutely was. I think hearing the the um, Halloween theme song as I was walking around at two in the morning um, probably had something to do with that. Yeah, and he yeah. is a Horror Nights uh, historian aficionado. He knows every house. He knows every year. He knows every icon, um, all the ins and outs and tricks and trades of it. I don't know why. If there's ever a Horror Nights Jeopardy, maybe he'll win some money. Wow, I was saying we need to bring your son on the show uh, post season. Seriously, he times. would he would talk for you would not get him to stop. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he got to build some of it, so that was even even a cooler thing. And I asked him, I was like, "Are you going to audition to be a part of it?" He goes, uh, "Then I couldn't go." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, okay, fair enough, hey, fair hey, enough." Hey. Yeah, so that's my history with horror nights. Is I've I've been there, done that. I even got the t shirt. <laughs> that's so cool so yeah. when you when you say everything you're going to say that's yeah. the perspective you're coming from i think that's important yeah for yeah absolutely <laughs> i'm coming from an inside perspective and and i love the fact that it's changed and grown and the people who i worked side by side with are now the people who are the show directors and the writers for what we're seeing and that's even greater to me to see my friends work come to fruition and and uh then be so proud of what they create so cool. Wow. I, I, I kind of want to start talking about that stuff. And we're kind of just teasing listeners. I'm sure listeners want to hear about it too. But we're here on this episode to talk about the opening night of our night's 30. We'll uh, just have to keep doing more. It's fine. That's right. We uh, we talked about it. Uh, we actually, and Sarah, uh, and said, you know, uh, normally we do Stay Haunted podcast. We review the haunts and then the show goes on mm-hmm. hiatus till next haunt season. But there, we were talking like this year, there's so much to talk about and dive into. There is. Like, season and yeah and i'm looking forward to diving into the different things of horror nights too you know tonight we'll do an overview for being able to go the first night but um i want to come back and write up the different houses and details i want to write up the food offerings i want to write up the the, um, the streets and the shows and then what what might be a little different that people don't um don't know or or what to expect because of the covid changes too um you know so we'll get into all all that stuff including the tribute store which um, now has become a fan favorite for sure. Oh man, you said it. I'm gonna say that you mentioned that food when when we put up that post about all the food offerings. The FOMO was hard for me. Oh, hardcore, <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Holy cow! But yeah. anywho, um, all right, so let's we'll talk go back. about. Okay, the, so we. Yeah, yeah the night we were there. Um, we did stay in Scream, which um, if you're a daytime park guest, you can upgrade to stay for Horror Nights or have your Horror Nights ticket ready to go and go to a separate part of the park. Um, one is over by Finnegan's Bar in New York, and one is over in uh, the Central Park area just off of Mel's Diner. And while you're waiting there, you're actually queuing up for one of two houses in those areas that will be open early for the stay and Scream guests. Um, unfortunately, they are not covered areas and oh. it rained cats and dogs and demons for a good four hours. And four yeah, hours? Yeah. And if you didn't have wow. an umbrella or a poncho on you, you couldn't leave to go get one. Um, right. Because you can't go back to the whole Yeah. Area. Yeah. And, you know, some people actually dress for the occasion. And I myself was bespect in the um, Creepy Kingdom t shirt. Um, it was it was really nice um but some some you know some people really get into like the goth look 
and some people really get into like the cosplay kind of looks. Um, and yeah, being out in the rain, I felt so bad for those kids and, and those cute girls dressed up in their, you know, handmade outfits that they did. Um, What's the but honestly, <clears throat> when it gets too close to looking like a costume, that won't allow you to sure. go in, right? Right. Universal, you cannot wear a mask. So there's that as far as like a costume mask. Yeah. You um, you are encouraged to wear masks inside and you're encouraged to social distance for COVID measures. Um, but as far as if you've been um, Disney bounding before, you know what that's like. So at Universal, oh. it's called star stepping. And I've never uh, a lot of. Before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, star stepping because it's Universal, the, yeah, the movie right. okay. place. Um, so a lot of people were star stepping last night or the other night, and I sent a couple of pictures. So hopefully um, those got up. Uh, there was a lot of people who were loving the Beetlejuice look with the stripes. There was a, one of this one. Uh, there was a few Beetlejuice, but one Beetlejuice look in particular was such a just stellar outfit. Like I was like she was. Is that the one that was lit up or the one that was vintage? The vintage one. The one yeah. was cool too. Right? The yeah, the one that was vintage. She's she's pretty cool. We talked to her for a while in line. Um, and uh, yeah, she actually does. She right actually on. followed us while I was standing in line talking uh, to her. All right, good um, work. And she was really really cool. Um, she does a lot of cosplay kind of stuff. So I'm I'm going to be talking with her. I'm sure in the future. Um, there was you know just a lot of people who had the the shirts from the past years, which was really neat to see all the support. Um, <clears throat> there were. A few more kids than I had imagined there would be, um, but so you know weird, I can't say anything. I can't say anything about it because my kid was going when he was young. But then again, the icons and the slashers were usually his babysitters. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're when you're watching the director on stage put somebody in a bathtub and electrocute them, you're like, "Hi, I'll see you tomorrow night because you're watching my son." So <laughs> most people don't have that experience. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he had a very unique childhood. Um, so after the stay and scream, we went into, we chose to go to the Beetlejuice house. Um, that was our early entry. And when we came out, uh, we could circle back around to go into um, the haunting of Hill house. That's the second option in that area, but it was raining so hard. We were trying to find a, a store that was open um, and find a poncho or something of the like. Unfortunately, because it was the stay and scream time, um, nothing on that end of the park was open. There wasn't any stores that were um, oh, open yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah. And the pizza area where uh, Woody Woodpecker's Fire Pizza restaurant is, um, where the infamous pizza fries are offered, oh, yes. um, it had just opened like the roll top and we kind of launched ourselves into that. <laughs> Um, they didn't even have yeah totally they didn't even have like ice ready for drinks or anything but um they you know started cranking out the pizza fries and we got our our fix on those and i had something new this year it's called fire and ice and it's french fries with a chipotle ketchup dipping sauce and a chocolate soft serve ice cream dipping sauce so if you've it ever put crazy, but it probably works, right? <laughs> yeah. If you've ever put your French fries in a frosty, you know exactly what yeah, I'm talking about. That's what about. I was thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then you get the option to do the Chipotle ketchup and it's like, Oh, that's different. Yeah. It was, so that was a fun little experience. I will say it's um, priced a little high for me for a cup of French fries and a couple dipping sauces at 1049. Um, and it's the same price as the pizza fries, which seems more of a deal uh, at the same price. So you know, pick your battles. Sure. Um, this is the hill I'll die on. I want to exactly, exactly. I was like, you know what? I'm starving and I'm wet. Anything warm right now is great. 
Um, from there, we went off to um, do a couple more houses and see what the lines were like. Um, they had started letting people in and, and the wait times went up exponentially from, you know, 10 to 15 minutes to 60 and 75 minutes. Um, yeah, the houses. Yeah, it's horror nights. But you also have to remember it was opening night. And honestly, I was surprised it wasn't more busy than it was because of all the rain, I think, had a lot to do with it. But Universal also stopped selling tickets during the day. And if you didn't already have your, your pass bought or your ticket for the day bought, you know, you were kind of out of luck for that night. Um, uh, we also found out that if you have a frequent fear pass or a rush of fear pass and a night sells out, you are not guaranteed entry just because you have those passes. Really? What Universal really? will do... They, they they posted this as if this isn't any new news. Um, if somebody has a day of pass, they will get in because they've bought for that day. If they reach whatever their capacity is and you have a frequent fear pass or a rush of fear pass, you may be turned away because you can come back another day on the pass. That's, that's what their explanation was on uh, Friday night. That's a little rough. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I was like, um, no, I have my pass, but that's why we did the stay and scream because we wanted to make sure we were in that night. That also seems like I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I mean, it seems like you could keep getting uh, uh, blocked out or not let in. Yeah, uh, you know, multiple times, and, and so, uh, I don't know which one is which, but one of the passes just for like September or something. That's like the that. one I have. I have the Russia Fear Pass. It's just for the first sixteen nights in September. Um, and if I didn't get in with that pass, I was I was going to have an issue too. So, I I do not envy the guest services uh, personnel yeah, at Horror Nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just keep that in mind. Are they limiting capacity this year? Is that part of the issue? There has not been a word as far as their limiting capacity to um, to have safety regulations. I think they just reached a point where they stopped selling. This is my my guess. They stopped selling tickets to see how it turned out. Um, and like I said, it wasn't it wasn't peak night capacity as far as my experience, but the rain probably did a big play on that. Um, for the houses, I saw the, the worst wait was 75 minutes, and that was maybe only for a little bit of time. And that was okay. for um, yeah. the uh, Wicked Tales. Was it, is that what it's called? Sorry, I don't have all the names. Um, that one was the, uh, the the one that everybody's been talking about. It's the Pumpkin House oh, is what everyone calls it. Growth, the realm thank you, Wicked Growth. There yes. we go. Um, thank you for, for helping me with the titles. Uh, that was the one... Here. That's the one that everyone's talking about. It has a beautiful entry um, with with this big lit up cornucopia of, of pumpkins. And I'll get a picture that, you know, we can we can share with everybody when it's not a raining gross night. Um, and and also something I've noticed about the houses is that they they're longer than what I remember. There's they seem to to wind and, you know, their way around um, in more of a, a thoughtful, told out story fashion rather than just a couple of jump scares and then the end and you're done. Um, once you think you're done, you turn a, the corner and it still, still continues. So oh, I was awesome. kind of, uh, yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed that because you're waiting for so long and then you feel like, Oh, it's over. But I thought it was pretty good payoff. Um, let's see. We did Beetlejuice first that going back, that was the same house that they got to do for a couple of days last year. So it was the same um, exact thing. There was no uh, same exact thing. Yeah. But, um, I didn't get to do it last year, so I was very excited. And it's not one of the scare houses, just like Ghostbusters. It's a nostalgia house. And there are a couple of jump scares in there because, you know, they've got those built in for the actors. But it's more of a, 
for all the cult followers who love it so much, you That's actually awesome, get man. to be immersed in the movie and you literally walk through the whole storyline. Um, you've got the Maitlands, you've got um, Lydia several times, you've got Beetlejuice several times, um, you even got Otho. So, uh, you know, you get a fun little scare at the end and it's it's very much immersive that you are living the movie. Um, the Icon's House. Yeah, it was very cool. The Icon's House, we enjoyed. Um, we waited for about 40 minutes for that one. And if you've gone to Horror Nights, you will love all the detail that's included. If you've not gone to Horror Nights, it gives you a really good overview of who the Icons have been in the past. And um, yeah, there's like a, a rock and a hard place with the houses. Because you're not pulsed through, the actors have a hard time resetting to where you don't see them. Um and then it's also you have to get through because there's other people coming behind you. So you can't stop and take yeah, everything in. So I'm going to be I'm going to be going back through these several times. Um, and you, obviously you can't take pictures. You can't take video, although there is some out there um, official like approved stuff that uh, Universal said yes to. So if you want to go search on that, you'll be able to find stuff. But I wouldn't want to ruin it. You know, I, I want to go and experience it myself. Um, but the icons has done really well. And I will say one thing about that is that they're not something that they're actually said, but I heard it through the grapevine. Um, the ending scene. Yeah. The ending scene exclusive is, uh, it changes all the night. It rotates. It's, uh, it's whoever is fighting for the throne is, um, is, is the person who's, who you're going to see at the end. So you'll go through several times and you might see a different icon each time um, as they are, are vying for power. I love that. I just want to yeah. mention, and then maybe you can keep this in mind as you continue throughout the uh, this this wrap up, is that I'm a huge Chance fan. How are and you? I just love hearing everything I can about all things Chance, especially since the odds are pretty much zero that I'm going to be able to attend this year. <laughs> so um, I just might happen to know Chance. You know Chance? I know no. I know Chance and I know Jack. <clears throat> I happen to know um, a few of the icons just, you know, because we hang out. We're, we're wow. friends. We're pals. Wow. What, a, what a privileged life you lead. <laughs> I know. No, I've just been around, kid. Uh, I've seen some things. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if, 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 if I have a chance uh, to... Um, to have somebody say hi, I'll definitely definitely see if I can figure that out for you. Wow, that would yeah, just, it'd be super just, cool. Just right? for us, even a slim chance of that happening would. Did, be, did uh, I give you butterflies? A chance that would give me butterflies. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. I also wow. heard a little birdie told me that there will be pop up photo opportunities happening next weekend. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say where. But there will uh, be photo opportunities happening I throughout the nights. Say, I hope that I hope what you're saying is that chance is going to pop up over here at Horror Nights Hollywood because that would be awesome. I, know, I know nothing about Hollywood. All I all I can talk about is Orlando. None of that, and just so you know, none of the icons have ever made any appearances in Hollywood ever. So that, oh, really? That, that would be uh, quite uh, quite a surprise. If that well, hey, flights are cheap. Come on over. Um, let's go through a couple more houses. Let's see. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw, very, um, very true to the movie, although it mixed two. Um, so, uh, uh, it had, um, oh goodness. What is his name? I can't think of the character's name. 
the main guy? No, from the second movie in the second oh, movie. Oh, okay. well, it's gonna then people are gonna be shouting it as they're watching this, and it's gonna drive me crazy. Um, so it had the two movies, and it smelled appropriate. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, some barbecue in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Haunting of Hill House. I will have to get back to. Oh, and... I want to ask about Texas, though. I mean, it was yeah. wasn't really that long ago that they they had a Texas Chainsaw House. So, what yes. was the difference between this one and the one from a few years ago? I think it was um, a lot of the same stuff, but um, they they added a couple of different rooms. Like I said, it had the second movie, Chop Top. That's what it is. Oh, um, yeah, from well, the Mosley, second movie. I knew you. I knew you were talking about Bill Mosley. I was just blanking on his character's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've met him at Spooky, so he's he's a pretty cool guy. I've actually, I was very. Um, very lucky to meet a lot of those guys uh recently so we'll talk about that another another podcast that's spooky when that comes around sure. um yeah so there was a couple of things like i said from the second movie and they moved some things around but there was a lot of stuff that was still the same like the uh, the gas station um universal monsters the haunting of hill house by the time we got over there um the wait was too long for us to be able to get to the uh the show that we had vip seats for Ooh. Um, just saying. Uh, <laughs> wow, another another privilege. <laughs> I'm such a point. snob, and it's honestly, it's just because I've been around for so long. Um, but I still wait in lines. You know, it's not like I have people backdoor me because that does not happen at Horror Nights, unless you have an RIP tour, which you pay extra for, um, or you go during the day for the um, the un unmasked tour. I think is what it's called. We get to see the houses. Of, yeah, lights on tour. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no no friends and family discount for for the lines. Let me tell you. Um, like, yeah. So Hill House is on there uh, for 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 the next round. Um, I was going into uh, the Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Uh, that was another one of those houses that was open last year, um, and it's the same house. Um, it's just, but honestly, it's a beautiful house. So I was more than happy to go and do it for a ten minute wait. Um, and this is this one is. Uh, the ladies are in charge in this house. Nice. Um, yeah, very big female empowerment um, uh, bride. She's taken back her man. And I think there's a scene. This is how I interpret it. Um, where like the bride of Dracula maybe comes in to take him. Or there is another kind of banshee kind of thing. And she's fighting with her over Frankenstein. So and there's a, like an overview story playing as you're going through with her narrating it. So it's really neat. Um, but yeah, it's, I thought it was, it was done really well. And there's, this is the house where there's a lot of height that is used for scares. Um, so, you know, you have the plexiglass barriers in the houses to keep actors and you safe. Is but that, there's, they, that all the houses this year? Yes, okay. there are, um, the plexiglass barriers, but there's also false barriers or places that where maybe the actors aren't in at the time. So you don't know which way it's going to happen. Um, but there are houses that use height and with Bride of Frankenstein, the first thing you walk in and there's this huge, beautiful scene and she's above you. So that's oh, really that's neat. Um, yeah. And there are some spaces in some houses that have um, actors in full masks. So they're not behind the plexiglass. So there are a few places where they're going to reach out. So you're going to be a little, a little, uh, you know, unnerved by that. I like um, that. It, I like that. It's not one thing. That, so you don't yeah. know, what, know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people were having the whole debate about the plexiglass. And I'm just like, honestly, as somebody who's worked in the house and somebody who's managed the house, I wish to God we had it 20 years ago. And it's not, not necessarily, you know, for the scare factor of it, 
but it's the safety of the guests, the safety of the actor. And it would have cut down, uh, you know, to a 10th of the issues that we had with guests going into boo holes, assaults, unfortunately, um, you know, the actors even getting hurt coming out of the boo holes and, you know, stuff like that happened all the time. And it wasn't anyone's fault. It was just, that's, that was the nature of the beast and those yeah. plexiglass barriers. I'm, I'm interested to see, um, or I'm interested to hear if it's, if it helps in any of those issues. Time will it, tell. It didn't bother me as far as like uh, the scares or the, um, the, the look of the houses. And um, it, it, yeah, once you see a couple of them, you're like, eh, they're there. And then it, it kind of disappears after a while to you. To right, me. right. Just get used to yeah. it. Especially since yeah. they have false ones there. <laughs> yeah, they do have a lot of false ones now. I don't know if that's because they didn't have people in the house or um, it was built like that on purpose or to give even the actor options to go from one space to another. You know, um, let's see. Welcome to Scary. Again, that's one of those I did not get to, unfortunately. Um, but from what I heard, it, it's a pretty cool overview of um, different things that Universal's had in the past. Um, that was from my son, the horror legend, of course. Uh, the Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. That was another one of the ones that was um, that was part of the daytime houses open last year. Yeah, I and remember you, uh, you did a write up about that one. Uh, yep, I did a write up of that one in the the uh, Bride of Frankenstein. The Tooth Fairy was really cool um, as far as the look of it all was really pretty. Um, it kind of got muddled towards the end storyline wise, and it just became all these crazy like jagged tooth fairies coming out to get you and hissing at you. All right, cool. Um, but the look of it was really cool. The sets were really, really well done. And it looked like you were walking through a storybook. So, you know, that was kind of right. Kind of neat to be immersed in that. Um, puppet theater. Okay. So here's one of the two that I was surprised by. I didn't know anything about it walking in. We walked past it. It was a short wait. We were like, cool, let's do it. Um, and it's, it's based on a theater that had a fire, um, an old, you know, old tiny theater put with puppets. And as you're walking through, you see that the um, puppets have either taken over or people who, again, it's only one time through I've gone or somebody who is there has created people into puppets. You see carnage and mass hysteria everywhere. Um, you know, and uh, there's a girl playing creepy dolls. There's a, a guy reciting Hamlet holding a real severed head. Um, you walk through, the space where there's the stage and you see the audience rows and there's dead bodies sitting in the audience. Oh, so it was, fun. it was, yeah, you it was really surprising. Actors or not. Kind yep. of thing. Yeah. That's, that yep, was that's another one where there was some surprises <laughs> and I was like, okay, I see you. And it smells like fire because it had been burned. So um, that was, that was one that surprised me. The last one that we're talking about, the case files unearth legendary truth. That was right. the, the, the second one that surprised me because I didn't know anything about it. And you hear case files. So I'm thinking um, X files, right? Sure. I'm thinking it was going to be alien themed. Um, but you walk in and I don't want to blow anybody's, you know, uh, surprise. No spoilers. Of it. No spoilers, <laughs> but it's, um, it's more like a film noir detective case um, story. Yeah. So you walk in and you, you hear, uh, you know, an over voice or voiceover of, uh, you know, she was the kind of dame that I would see in a, you know, a smoky bar. Right, completely, right. completely. It's so great. Um, and you see uh, like um, door office doors with the glass, but then you see the shadows behind and then you see a woman who gets attacked oh, and it, awesome. she gets pulled back. And oh, as you go through, you find out what's doing the attacking and the monster that they're, you know, 
trying to unearth. Um, there's a jazz club scene, which is really cool. There's cute little like Kit Kat girls that just want to eat you up. Um, oh God, this so this yeah, it like, was like incredible. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, to be honest, I was really surprised by it too. But I was like, okay, I can get into this. I think I'll yeah. definitely be going through that one again because um, I want to go back and see, you know, either how things have been tweaked or um, or what I missed the first time. Um, you know, so it's definitely uh, fodder for future uh, podcasts. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, now the two shows that we'll just overview real quick. Um, the first one is the show on the water and um mayhem factory and that is um the water spray over the lagoon oh, where pictures a, a are marathon of mayhem carnage factory marathon of mayhem. see, see i'm just <laughs> don't mind me i had a long massage i can't think um <laughs> and another privileged life point yeah point. <laughs> yeah no, no no you have no idea how bad i needed this anyway um <laughs> the water show is really cool i i loved how they created all these different scenes um it involves jack it involves chance um the other icons the director was there the usher was there i'm trying to remember all of them storyteller um and it had a lot of music really loud great rock music and all the different fountains going off and then there's also projections on the buildings across the lagoon as well so that was it was really neat to watch and i'll go back and watch it again and get some video too so we can share that um because again with the rain it was kind of it was in a weird place to see it um what but it's right off of, when the show was going on um yeah it was still drizzling uh, yeah that, it was a good four hours or so that the rain i can imagine that could affect a water show pretty negatively <laughs> um it wasn't so much to where it did honestly i didn't i didn't notice it so i'll it'll be interesting to see when i if i go back again to see it um uh if there was anything i noticed that was different um but the last thing i'm going to talk about real quick um the last thing we saw was nightmare fuel which was the live show um that's in the theater that used to house our beloved bill and Ted. um it's in the fear factor theater and it is like vegas quality variety act show that will freaking melt your face off and really? I'm not even really? kidding. I, I was to, okay. So the reason I had, you know, like I said, the VIP seating is because I have friends in the show, you know, being in entertainment here in Orlando, you're always going to know somebody who's doing something somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, so we went to see our friends and support them. And I had heard leading up to it because there had been the team member night and there had been previews um, that it was, you know, the show to see. And it, I mean, like I said, it is nonstop from the very beginning to the very end. The only downfall I will say, because there really isn't, is there's so much amazing stuff happening all at one time. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm looking over it. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, but I, well, that also encourages you to go back and see it and sit in a different part of the audience, you know, because if you're over in this area, you're going to see the dancers kicking ass. And if you're sitting over in this area, oops, I said the A word. That's if right, you're sitting over in. <laughs> if you're sitting over in this area, you'll see the um, the uh, the Lyra, the aerialist. If you're sitting over in this area, you'll see the body contortionist, um, fire dancers, and it's all hot and sexy, you know, as as Halloween Horror Nights usually does. Uh -huh. And what's funny is it's not even as gratuitous as Bill and Ted had gotten in the past. It's just you know sexy. Um, obviously a, a PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, you know, just a little um, more than kind of, used to during the daytime. But, no, yeah. no, no, exactly. And what's funny is I heard somebody. It's like, I don't know why they have to be in those costumes. It takes away from their talent. And I'm just like, 
you don't know why they have to be in those co- okay so it was just funny um but yeah that show it's written really cool um obviously it's about nightmares and um the cast is made up of some of the most talented people not only in town but also from america's got talent i was gonna um, ask because wasn't the 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 last shows that replaced bill and ted they're all like from america's got talent dance groups or something or- well, this show, yeah. Well, that was Academy of Villains. Yep. That's what I was um, going to remember the name. Yeah. This show has been rated from people who have seen it and I, who I've talked to better than both. Okay. So cool. um, I miss the nostalgia of Bill and Ted, obviously, but this show definitely um, packs a punch and it gives you that uh, rock and roll, you know, uh, spot in the night that um, Bill and Ted gave you. And, uh, just the talent that's on that stage. I found myself holding my breath a couple of times because I know the safety that goes into that as well. And just thinking as management wise, like, Oh my God, the stuff they have to keep up with, with this show. It's, it's brilliant. It is. And congrats to the cast and crew of that show because that stadium is going to be packed every night. That's awesome. Yeah. I hadn't even, like uh, I didn't really even heard about this. I mean, the announcements came kind of for the original houses and the shows came really fast. Everything yeah. else was spread out. And so I, I didn't really comprehend all of what was even. Yeah. There. They just kind of <laughs> tossed them out. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it was, it was because they wanted people to, to celebrate. Ooh, there was my light. The IPs that were being done, um, the intellectual properties, or um, if they were really excited about bringing in their original stuff, um, the, the shows kind of um, didn't really get the fanfare. But, uh, you know, the shows are great, personally, for me to go to when you're tired of standing in line. Um, You know, it's a good uh, break from, um, you know, wandering the streets. (laughs) And I will say the the streets this year are different and the same, if that makes sense. Um, The New York area. Yeah, exactly. The New York area has some kind of like cyborg space theme to it. Um, Okay. Yeah, the uh, San Francisco area has uh, scary TV, so that's like they're like TV sets set up where something that, has gone horribly wrong. Is that part of Crypt TV or is that just something else? Crypt TV, yeah, I think that's that's what they're calling it. Okay, I, yeah, I have yeah. To... oh yeah, Thank Crypt you. TV is a is a website uh, that does uh, original horror, and then they. Yep. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. I, I was, yep. No worries. So yeah, those characters are from uh, their short films, the ones yep. that are in Scare Zone. Okay. So thank you for that. I See, I learned something new. Um, <laughs> and they are, they are scary too. I didn't, didn't like the Santa Claus at all. Um, over in, let's see, where are we going? Over in the Hollywood area, it's um, all sorts of different things from years past. So you'll see stuff there from Vamp High. Um, the freaks and foons. Um, wow. You'll see stuff from when they had the um, the Oz, the Twisted Oz, and Eddie is over there. If anybody doesn't know who Eddie is, Eddie is who? Who's Eddie? James, do you know? I don't know actually. Who's Eddie? Eddie is Jack's brother. I didn't know that. Wow, that, yeah. that's a question I lost. <laughs> yeah. So Eddie had a little bit of a mention a few years ago. Now he has his own little area over. Um, over in Hollywood, he's got a stage that he gets to pace back and forth and run that, uh, chainsaw is, is his, um, weapon of choice. Nice. So you'll see him over there. There's also stilt walkers as well in different areas, but, um, we didn't get to see them until the very end of the evening when it was more safe for them to come out. Oh, cause of the rain. Yeah. Um, the beginning of production central, when you first come in, there is 
um, different vignettes set up with different characters. And they don't seem to have a theme personally, but if you see something in any of the media stuff that calls it something, I'm not sure exactly what they titled that whole area, but it seemed to be a mix of um, stuff from the past um, and really cool photo opportunities of like the graphics of Horror Nights. Well, there's a, uh, well, I guess what you're just talking about says lights, camera, action, Eddie's revenge. Yeah, that's Hollywood. Mm -hmm. That's Hollywood. The yep. other one, Seek and Destroy. That's the alien one. And that's the Gore, aliens. Gorewood Forest. So I guess Gorewood that first Forest. area doesn't, doesn't have a name then. Gorewood Forest about. is where you're coming from, the Simpsons uh, animal actors area through to Hollywood. That's okay. where it's every year with the big trees and there's yeah. I call it you know, the, the trick-or-treat scare zone. That's where it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this year though, I did notice it's kind of cool. I didn't realize it um last, you know any other times they have um let like led lights going up the trees like like veins so that's kind of neat to walk through and i think that was the last picture i sent you that night as we were leaving how it's when it's all lit up it's it's pretty interesting looking um i will say the fog was a, a welcome smell man that you will never <laughs> smell anything like the fog at horror nights and um I, I like to go at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the event to see how things change and, and what's needed to, to be tweaked and uh, what props survive. Because <laughs> I always wonder if, if somebody's going to steal that or take that or rip that off or that's going to get tripped over. Wow, um, that, that's such an insider thing to look for. <laughs> it, it is. It's funny. And people who go with the with the frequent pass do you know have the same ideas too. Is mm. Oh, I didn't see that. Or, oh, they changed that from the beginning. Mm. Um but the food places, they're set up everywhere. You'll be able to get um, drinks everywhere, obviously. There are a few stations that only have, like, beer on tap, and that's, like, over by Cafe La Bamba. Um, but then the big bar with all the mixed drinks is on the water right there. Um, so there's no shortage of places to get uh, your beverages. I did, I did happen to try the Poison Tea Party, which was yummy, and that's rum-based. Um, it's kind of sweet. And then we had the sweet, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it was a sweet drink. Yeah, it's mixed with a lot of berries and stuff. Um, but then we had this spicy margarita um, that was, I guess, Texas Chainsaw themed. Um, and that was good. It was regular margarita, but then it had, you know, like spices on top to give you a little kick. Um, the pizza fries are back in the area where they usually are. Um, and there's the little carnival area set up around New York, uh, like, you know, the twisted, twisted potatoes, um, bride of Frankenstein ice cream is at the monster cafe, uh, uh that tribute twist. store. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. <yummy. laughs> it was really good. Um, and the, uh, tribute store has the bakery in it that has all the different, um, treats like the, uh, pumpkin cake balls and, uh, gummy brains. And there's some pictures in, in the price list too. Um, that in the pictures that I sent from the opening night. So there's all sorts of different things that you can get every night. You can go and have something different. Um, they actually have a couple of vegetarian options this year with uh, zoodles, which are zucchini noodles and, um, and a, a barbecue tray for Texas chainsaw, but it's, it's like jackfruit. It's not, it's meatless. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty like interesting. Pump, was it something called like pumpkin guts or something? I, pumpkin I guts is the zoodles. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of gluten-free, meat-free options. I personally um, am intrigued by, but it doesn't mean I'm going to eat it. The Jack Burger, which is uh, double cheeseburger on donuts. 
You know, I eat a lot of decadent things. I have yet to bring myself to eat a cheeseburger on a donut. That seems you know, like to cross the line. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> of places around town that offer it. And it might be something like if somebody else buys it, I'll take a bite. That's exactly right. I just want a bite. Yeah. That's not an investment I want to make right now. Yeah, exactly. I guess um, we'll, we'll split one next time we're Okay. Deal. Deal. Um, when I go back, I definitely want to try, uh, you know, the, the twisted um, potatoes and then they do one with the, the meat on it. There's other um, barbecue options available as well. So it, that's the fun thing about going back with a pass is that, you could, oh, tonight I'm going to try this. Oh, tonight I'm going to try that. Oh, yeah, or I heard yeah. this was really good. I want to try that. I want to try the um, Texas Chainsaw uh, pie. You know, that sounds really good. So um, that's the fun part of doing these events is getting into all of it. Oh, one more thing is the merch. It is merch. everywhere everywhere any of the stores you go into is going to have merch um halloween horror night specifically um the universal store at the front and the hollywood store over by where born lets out and um, horror makeup that's got all the stuff for the icons all of that the universal store has the um beetlejuice setup that was in the tribute store last year so they've got the big dante's inferno and the snake beetlejuice so you can do some fun photo ops there um the tribute store is I don't know. Last year I liked it better because the Beetlejuice house area was so expansive. Is that a word? It's so large. Um, This year it just seems like one room after another is creepy and cool, but it's just got the merchandise, you know. Um, I don't know if we've been uh, spoiled from the ones in the past. Um, But yeah, it just kind of seemed like, okay, it's another store with cool stuff. There is a hallway in the On on a hill house? I, I didn't see that myself, but there are props and stuff throughout. Oh. I saw Hill House, so it didn't really strike it that strong to me. Okay. Maybe. Um, it's like a, an old, there's an old wagon, which I don't remember in Hill House, but um, hmm. I'll have to look at that again that when I go through. That could be my complete speculation. Then. That, <laughs> I'll have to look. Was. You know what? I don't know everything. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, uh-huh. I don't. Um, but there was a hallway in the tribute store where people could pay for their pictures to be in the haunted portraits that are in there. So that's kind of neat. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. So I don't know how they did it. Uh, I know I personally know somebody who's in there who's um, also an employee. So maybe it was an offer to the employees. I don't know. Um, but that's kind of a neat insider note there. Um, and uh, it didn't seem like there was any specialty merch that was only in one area. It, it seemed like you could get everything in those three locations that i saw okay well then the last question about merch i have is mm. what's is there what's the what's the chance merch situation looking like <laughs> is there a just is there a t-shirt i know there's a mason jar full of uh snacks or, or something in it there was <laughs> a cake jar a of cake chance jar, that's what it was. Yes, in the tribute store and it was not there when i went back so I'll have to see if they're restocked. And I'll find out for you specifically. But I did not honestly see any chance specific merchandise. Anything that she happened to be on was with the, the collage of all of them. Um, and then uh, there was a lot of Beetlejuice. There was a lot of Jack by himself. Honestly, there weren't any um, offerings of the usher, the director, the storyteller, any of them by themselves either. So um, if you're going to get something with all the icons on it, it would be all of them. Okay, I'll let that slide. I know that they uh, in the tribute that? store. <laughs> I guess no. Uh, I know in the tribute store they had um, 
the, those portraits with their uh, yes, the bust. Next to them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they had any of that on any type of shirts or print. No, or unfortunately like not. <laughs> but you know what? I'll keep my eye out when I go back. Like I said, I don't know everything, but that's what I have a pass for. All right. So are you? Uh, so you have the September the Russia Fear Pass. Are you going to uh, go beyond September? I don't think so because my October gets really busy. For one, um, doing stuff for you guys. That's uh, right. For two, I have. <laughs> Listen, I've already got four articles. I'm waiting for you to publish. Um, I go back to Spooky Empire in October, which will be the 22nd through the 24th, and then I also have um, a lot of stuff happening with. The Sanderson sisters, because I'm a very close friend of Mary. So oh, October so, gets really busy for me. And just, oh, I know you're not going to get into that, but uh, why don't you talk about what you do at, at Spooky Empire for listeners that are. Okay. Spooky of- Empire. I've been doing that for about seven years. I am their spooks person, which was a little title to come up with. Um, I, any kind of media that they have uh, to talk about the show, I'll do podcasts. I'll do um the local news, radio stations, whoever wants to cover, um, you know, and, and promote Spooky Empire. I'll be there, the one there to talk about it all. Um, I do their host interviews for the Q&As. Me and another host, her name is Kid Cadet. We ho- we uh, cover those. And if she does the panel, I do the pre-show and then vice versa. And um, I also host the kids costume contest, which is one of my favorite things. And then at the end of the weekend, I host the big costume contest. So we give away over a thousand dollars in cash and prizes. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. you are busy. Yeah, and this year we're gonna have a super mega dope. Is that what the kids say these days? I, I, um, think, I, I think I think we passed the dope generation. <laughs> using other words <laughs> oh, wait, that we don't know we, about is now. Is this gonna be? Is it gonna be lit? Is that what yeah, it is? Is maybe, that what you're saying maybe now? It's gonna be lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be hella, hella. I don't know. Um, it's gonna be a huge ass party. How about that? Um, <laughs> Because we've come back from, you know, not being able to have it last year. And um, the guests that we have this year are just insane. And I have somebody I'm scheduled to interview that I've been scheduled to interview twice before. And it's gotten canceled from a hurricane and then COVID. So this year, I'm going to announce him to come out on stage. And I'm going to sit on his lap because that's going to be, I'm going (laughs) to keep him there. He's not going anywhere. He is my white whale. Robert England, I'm warning you now. I am Freddie's girl all the way. So all right. I'm, wow. I'm really looking forward to that. That's awesome. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to this year. Spooky. Yeah. I, I'm sure <laughs> we'll be talking more about it. on. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a lot to talk about at Spooky. And uh, it's at the Hyatt Regency this year. If anybody wants info on that. And of course you can buy tickets at spookyempire.com. Um, if you follow them on their social media, there's always a chance to have, um, discounts and little sales that they put on and if you have the opportunity to get a vip pass do it because you will save yourself a lot of heartache if um if you miss out uh you know with regular pass not being able to get into something there's there's a pro tip from a pro yeah you know we've got a lot of really great things coming up i'm excited we're going to cover uh scream and stream um we have another convention coming up uh, at the beginning of October called Phantasm, and they're just getting started. Um, we've got Petrified Forest, I know, that is going to be on my list. And then also, um, uh, is it Haunted in the Headphones or something along those lines? I'll have to look up the, line, the name of that one, too. It's Santa's Christmas Tree Farm. It's going to be haunted, and it happens in your headphones. Um, oh, right in your, right yeah, your so, that's, you know, I'm getting my list together. Yeah. And you yeah, got the haunted road, haunted road as well re- returning. Okay. 
Okay, you got Haunted Road. I'll have to get an email on that and tell me when that happens. And then I'm still working on SeaWorld. Still working on SeaWorld because not only do they have they have the spooktacular, which is during the day, and then they have brought the Hollow Scream to Orlando. And it's also still happening in Tampa. So oh, I didn't I even know people, that. I yeah, I don't that. want yeah, I don't want people to to think that it's only happening in the one place. Um interesting. And then, you know, there's all sorts of stuff around town, like the drive-in that's about an hour away from us that we go to a lot. They're having a live Rocky Horror Shadow cast with Hell on Heels. Um, and they're going to do their night of Halloween where one screen plays all the classics and another screen plays like all uh, more of the current horror. And then a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine who got engaged at one of my shows, actually, she's getting married at the drive-in on October 28th. So I'm very excited for her Halloween wedding and I get to officiate. So I will be marrying her and her fiance. Wow. Yeah. You are the hardest working woman in showbiz. <laughs> I know things, biz. kid. I know, know things. I know people. <laughs> I go places. I do things. I'm, I'm going to give you that title. The hardest working woman in horror biz. There it is. Hey, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> you know, and in between too, I have the, um, the interviews with uh, the villains layers coming up. I'm going to have a series of that. Um, so you guys will be able to meet some of the people behind the, our favorite villains with Patty Cake Productions. Um, the new season of villains layer is going to be premiering very soon around September 25th, I believe is when we're looking for that. And then I have another uh, haunted wedding that will be um, oh, yeah. a feast oh, for yeah. the eyes coming out for for you guys soon around the time of the new Adams family cartoon movie. And then we go into production for our haunted wedding this year. And I will give you an exclusive. Are you ready? Right now you're going to drop it. Yeah. What it, drop it. Yep. Wow, our exclusive this year, our haunted wedding that you won't be able to see until next year because we do them a year out. Mm -hmm. It will be labyrinth. Labyrinth. That's going to blow yes. a lot of people's minds. Wow. Yes. And if you don't know me, uh, this entire arm is Labyrinth. This entire arm is Wizard of Oz. So, wow, and Wicked, um, Wicked more than anything. So, my uh, my my fandom runs deep. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't think I've noticed that before at all. So, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's gonna be a lot of really great stuff coming up for for creepy. I just want to keep stuff cranking out for you guys and have people read about all the neat things that are happening here in central Florida, because I know you guys have got it all covered over there in LA. Um, you know, we've got horror from coast to coast. Let's do it. That's right. World domination, starting with two areas of the country <laughs> spreading out. <laughs> I love it. Well, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it. right on. Well, thanks. Thank you, lady James for coming on. Um, telling us about what went down. Uh, I'm sure we'll be exploring more uh, about this year's event in written form, as you've said. Yep. Uh, and postseason, we'll take some deep dives. Uh, but we'll have you back on to talk about some of the other haunts that you do during the season. Awesome. I'm excited about it. All righty. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Peace out, yo. Okay. Well, that looks like it was a super fun time. Aside from the four hours of downpour rain. We need to get to Orlando. We do. It just hopefully it not on a downpour rain night. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the rain. <laughs> I do. I love it. I'm very jealous of the amount of um, like original mazes they have there. I think that's really cool. And I think I was saying to you a little bit earlier. I am jealous of all the icons they have there. So, mm. man, it's and I know James. I really, really hope that James gets some chase merch uh orlando hollywood 
Universal Orlando, sorry, if you're listening, <laughs> it's really important that you get some Chase merch for James. It would make him very, very happy. And that would make us very, very happy to make him happy. So it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun celebrating the, la- uh, the last 30 years, 30 year anniversary. And yeah, someday we'll make it there. It sounds like it for the creepy tour 2022. We might make our way to Universal Studios Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights. I hope so. Well, at least we get to do our own version because we will be hitting Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood for their media night this week. And I'm pretty certain it's not going to rain. And (laughs) I think I would probably prefer if it rained a little bit because I think it's going to be in the 90s. Halloween heat wave. Yeah, why? Why? I don't want, that's a cool like name for it, but I don't want it. I don't want the Halloween heat wave. I'm ready for fall weather. Don't take it. Halloween heat wave. Halloween Halloween heat wave. (laughs) Seriously. So, yeah, we're going September 9th. And I don't know, Ashley, what what maze are you most looking forward to checking out? Honestly, I'm not sure. I'm really, I was looking through all of them and like, I'm really, you know, I tend to lean more towards the, um, I get more excited about the movie mazes, I think. Mm-hmm. And this year they do have um, the Haunting of Hill House, but I don't shame me. I have not seen the Haunting of Hill House yet. And it is on my very huge list. I was going to say, so you haven't seen, so no. there's two seasons now. They're not obviously not connected, but there's Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. So I'm basically like, you know, I'm a bad girl and I haven't seen it yet. And that's so. the big one they're pumping right now too. So you're going to be like, what's a bent neck lady? I know. So I feel like I would be most excited to see that. And there's the thing, I I am very excited to see that. I just know I'd appreciate it more if I've seen it already. And I'm sure yeah. as soon as we see it, I'm going to be super excited. And I'm going to go back and watch, watch the whole. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited that the Terror Tram is back. And obviously, you know, me and you've talked about this. We always love the Purge. It's always so much fun. Like yeah. their, their uh, renditions of it. I feel like and- it's, it's just easy for them to like, pull off they always have some really great actors in the areas and they just really they like go crazy with it and you know with the tram I love the tram every year when they've done it I love that you get to walk around you get to walk past that big plane and like envisioning what they could do with the purge in that area and I think I'm still just most excited for that even though we've seen the purge we haven't seen yeah. like that so I'm, I'm excited exactly it's like we've seen the terror tram we've seen the purge but we haven't seen them together yet so exactly. and I do like the idea like you're saying it's like when it's like a purge apocalypse kind of thing it makes sense without having to do too much they can just utilize the space yeah. without having to like try to rebrand it too hard so yeah I just it's cool walking by Bates Motel, like, and just, like, walking right by it on, on foot. That always is exciting to me. So I know I'm, I think, most excited about Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein. Yes. I've heard that one was really awesome. And I know, you know, as you guys just heard, Lady James was saying that one was pretty, really cool over in Orlando, too. And she said it was, like, very, like, girl power. 
So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I hope ours is like that. Like, it sounds like it'll be really cool. And I like the idea of the use of height. Uh, she said, because at one point, I don't know if we'll have it here, but at one point you walk under and she's like up above you talking down to you. And it sounds really cool to me. I love like uses of height in, in haunts like that. Well, hopefully so. she's going to have like the classical big hair and they'll do like some fun stuff with it, you know? I know. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and then another one I'm excited for is the Curse of Pandora's Box, which was an original yeah. one at Hollywood two years ago. I really loved it. I loved like the like the glow, like the neon. What is it called? You know, like the black light kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was really fun think of that word <laughs> but like, neon. Hmm. neon I don't know I'm trying to help you but <laughs> I don't know how to help yeah I I really thought that one, that one was over by us that that year right I think it was like the located yeah, over yeah, by yeah. us maze sorry yeah, you're like us what oh us the movie gotcha. no no I knew that was what that was literally like my favorite haunt that year oh, <laughs> like within so that maze in there yeah so good but I'm excited yeah I'm really excited for that one and I don't know I'm overall like you know we've already seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Exorcist but I'm excited to see what they what they do and also it's been a couple years so (laughs) they might not do anything and I might still be like yay it's cool (laughs) so yeah I think that'll be fun uh I for I brought up to Ashley earlier today that we should probably do like some yoga or stretch videos today tomorrow a couple yeah. Times before we go. I don't know if I'm like, I'm, I'm out of practice right now. I, I don't know if I'm ready to walk around that much at a theme park. Honestly, Universal probably appreciate this plug. I know that there is a VIP package that I've done once. I was lucky enough to be invited is on. the RIP package? I think it's the R- it's the, it's the most expensive package. Whatever the <laughs> most expensive package is, I'm telling you it's worth it if you can afford it. But basically, you get your own little, like, golf cart with your group. It drives you around to each haunt location, which, if you've been to Universal, you know how dead your feet are from walking. They pause the line to give it some space because, you know, Universal is a very high traffic. You kind of get a little conga line through it. Um, they pause the maze to give you some space so your group actually can go through and have its own kind of experience that's not as packed in together. Um, and then you get like two stops with some food and drink and stuff. There's a bar. Like I, like I said, I was lucky enough to be invited with my friend who was already doing it. So I got to kind of go like, like as a freebie, like anytime I'm like, if I have the money forever rich Halloween people that is definitely getting added. So if you have the funds to do that, I highly recommend it. I, I left the happiest energetic that I've ever also left. you got one of the very cutest pictures I've ever seen of you, which was you with the yeah, Demogorgon. They had, they had additional <laughs> photo ops specifically for that tour. like a huge Demogorgon. Yeah, that was like a that was like a, a RIP photo op that like normal uh, attendees didn't get access to. So if you have money, go buy that ticket and take us with you for recommending yeah. it. Buy two extras <laughs> for the, for the tip. For <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, <laughs> I think the thing is, is we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Always. Yeah. 
and I don't work at my normal job until later in the day that day, which is or the following day, which is amazing because I don't know if my feet are going to work when I wake up. And <laughs> I just am not ready for how stiff I'm going to be like. I was literally researching like foot pads. Like I might order some next day on Amazon or something to like put in our shoes. Ashley, <laughs> are you getting foot pads? Are you Look, a little old lady? Don't make fun of me because if we are like, you know that if we leave and our feet are feeling good, you're going to be like, I'll never yell at you again. This was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make fun of me now, but you won't yell at me later. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, and then I actually am going to be going from Halloween Horror Nights at Universal one week, and then the next week, not even a week later, I'm going to be hitting Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney's California Adventure. I'm really excited. I'm going with my mom and Joe, and I know that's not really like a haunt hunt, but it's definitely a really cool Halloween event that I haven't been to before, and I'm really looking forward to checking it out and getting tons of pictures with villains. And hopefully meeting my favorite Disney character, who is a villain, Scar. So, that wish me amazing. luck there. You said he's normally not out at Disney, right? I've never seen Scar at anything. And I have a hard time finding any Scar merchandise. Yeah. So, I'm, like, really stoked. Uh, I know James, uh, James H. Carter II, because I know we have a couple Jameses <laughs> going on here. So, I don't want to confuse you guys. But he just went to Disney. Uh, a few days ago for the to when their Halloween stuff first started coming out and he sent me a picture of a really cool scar shirt and I was like oh my gosh like I'm gonna have to go get it I'm really excited so oh I hope Yay. you meet him well I guess that's it for this episode uh, it feels like we talked about a lot but still a little bit of um the calm before the storm I think I think We're... the storm's gonna hit this next week <laughs> we're not even halfway into September I know. Yeah. This is exciting. I'm ready. I don't know if my body is ready, but my, my mind is ready and my spirit is ready. Yeah. I'm like preparing to have a, a breakdown just from the overwhelming amount of things we have to do. But it'll be one of those like happy cries of like, oh, my God, there's so much to do. I love everything that I'm doing. I, right I Ashley does this a couple times a season where <laughs> she realizes how much she's committed to and then she is upset about it because Ashley likes to have about two things a week planned aside get, from her get, normal plans. I get easily overwhelmed. But it's something that happens. <laughs> she always follows through. She she's very good haunt buddy. I know I can count on her. And I know if it's <laughs> a couple times it's been like, "Hey, I don't think I can make it to this anymore." Like, should we skip it this time? And Ashley, she's like, oh, my gosh. Okay, thank goodness. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep then. <laughs> but, you know, you guys can count on us. We'll be at as many events as humanly possible telling you guys all the cool info about them. Yeah. So on that note, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Stay Haunted. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and share. Maybe give us a little review on the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Five stars. Mm -hmm. Five pumpkins. I don't know. Whatever stars. it is. 
And make sure you're following Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network so you can catch all the new episodes of Stay Haunted. And if you like what Ashley and I are up to and want to hear more about it, you can also uh, head to www.thehauntlist.com, our website, and follow us on socials at The Hauntlist. It's all pretty easy to remember. So on that note, I guess this is it for this evening. And... While I'm gone, I will ask you guys to stay haunted. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy.